Hello everyone, welcome back to the Phoenix Society. It's your girl, Rain's Joy, your favorite metaphysical philosopher and hype girl. I'm here to teach you what you should have learned in school. Okay, so there are 15 chapters to Psycho-Cybernetics, but I did not like chapter 15. I thought it was filled with limiting beliefs and I'm not really trying to subscribe to those and share those. I don't want those getting stuck in your mind because remember he is still a doctor and still is heavily entrenched in science, which as you know, science and things that people say are real are always changing, right? Because at the end of the day, guys, everything is based on beliefs, right? So if a scientist looks under a microscope and assumes that this means that then if we all believe it and we all repeat it then it does become a hardened fact and we don't we no longer subscribe to other people's facts right so i hope you enjoyed psycho cybernetics because there's only two days left in this week i was able to find us a book that we'll be able to finish within the next two days and it's by uh, Louise Cowley. It's called Assume the Best, Forget the Rest. And it's from the teachings of Neville Goddard, right? So it's along that same track, right? So my phoenixes, it is time to rise. Class is now in session. Why should we assume the best? Two reasons. It makes you feel good. It will physically change your world according to your assumption. Chapter one. Negative judgment binds you to objective reality. Strictly speaking, any kind of judgment, positive or negative, binds you to objective reality, making it seem more solidly real and unchangeable, which is what it becomes through this belief. This is not about making an informed judgment regarding a situation that would lead to a decision. It concerns judging whether something is right or wrong and treating your opinion as fact. Again, this might bring a temporary feeling of satisfaction that you have part of the world worked out, but you may also feel the need to keep going over your opinion again and again in your mind and imagine conversations resulting from this. If you find yourself doing this, it is a sure sign that something is wrong. The truth brings satisfaction. The ego does not. Drop it. It is a waste of your energy that could be used more effectively to create the kind of world you want to live in, right? So in other words, when you find yourself spiraling, which is a repetition of something you don't want to show up in your world, stop yourself. Remind yourself you are the operant power and why you need to stop. But why do we do this? God is dreaming us into existence and we have forgotten we are He. Even if we understand this intellectually, it is not the same as knowing it through direct experience, which will come as we awaken to the truth. We cannot speed this up, but we can be content with where we are right now and know that everything will unfold at the right time. The dualistic experience of having a body and an environment gives us a sense of a separate identity that needs to be protected. True confidence comes from knowing who you really are, which is love. The power of God that dwells within you. We need to contemplate this and live within it as often as we can. We judge to feel more secure and more individualized, but it only results in making us feel more insecure as we are mentally separating ourselves from the whole. It also hardens our perception of objective reality, which you could call the material sense world of our waking reality. 
In actual fact, the sense world is fleeting and intangible, but through our negative and positive judgments, we give it more solidity than it actually deserves and in turn, more power over us. The truth is that we have power over it, right? So how do we change this old and unhelpful way of thinking? The first step is awareness, right? Being aware of what you were thinking, catching those thoughts, right? The second step is understanding that this kind of judgment is detrimental to your spiritual development, detrimental to your happiness and relationships, and detrimental to living in the reality that you deserve and indeed choose, right? So you don't want to judge the 3D because it is old past thoughts. So you're essentially judging past manifestations and confirming that they are true. The third step is applying the antidote to the desire to judge or join in with negative conversations, which can be silence, positivity, or introducing a more balanced view, right? So whenever you catch yourself <clears throat> thinking those negative thoughts, you can ignore them or you can replace them with positive thoughts, positive images, positive visualizations, right? Or you could do a little bit of both. This goes along with what um, Maxwell Maltz said in chapter 14 of Psycho-Cybernetics to um, instead of battling with the thoughts, just put on new thoughts, just right, put that new record on. Ultimately, it is seeing your waking reality as actually being very dreamlike and changeable through the use of your imagination and assumptions. You need to keep at the front of your mind that the world you inhabit is a result of your past imaginings and the perceptions in it can be changed to a more fulfilling one by using your imagination consciously, right? So you use your imagination consciously by being aware of your thoughts, being aware of your inner conversations or inner arguments, right? Being aware of the words that you say out of your mouth, right? Being aware of the visualizations you're having, the images you are having, right? Making sure that all of those are in line with the person you now claim to be, right? Chapter two, how to see objective reality as more dreamlike. Objective reality is generally defined as being in things that exist independently of the mind, whereas subjective reality is dependent on the mind. We use our five senses, sight, hearing, touch, taste, and smell to perceive objective reality. And yet, without the sensory organs, we can still perceive in the imagination and also in the dream world. However, we are seeing without our eyes, hearing without our ears, smelling without our nose, tasting without our mouth, and touching even though our physical body is asleep in bed. This means we are not dependent on our senses to perceive and experience objects. How is this possible? Because all things are possible through the imagination. The origin of objective reality lies in the imagination. It appears by believing that we already have it or are it, right? Even psycho-cybernetics mentioned that you have to already feel you have it before you have it, right? You have to believe it before you see it. And believing just means repetitiously and habitually repeating the same thing, right? Because that's how you got your former beliefs and assumptions, is by the constant rep repetition. Objective reality is the result of past imaginings and believing that we already are the person we want to be. The wish fulfilled and the assumption give it form and solidity for us to perceive and experience in the world of the senses. In the world, it appears that everything has a natural cause, but it is merely appearance. 
The truth is that everything has its origin in a spiritual cause. If we see objective reality as solidly real, we will lose sight of what the truth of existence actually is. We will remain slaves to external reality, constantly seeing our world as dualistic and experiencing a battle between ourselves and our environment. We will not be able to change our environment as we see it as unchangeable Therefore, it remains so, right? So if you affirm to yourself on a basically that this is impossible, that is unchangeable, then that is what will happen because that is what you're assuming. And you get what you assume. You get what you believe, right? We can remember that everything in our world began first in our imagination. When we want something, we always imagine it prior to physically acquiring it. However, sometimes due to our fading vegetable memories that Neville Goddard often refers to, we forget. We forget what we have previously imagined and believe situations are formed by external sources. We can believe that imagining creates reality for the good things, but not for the bad. However, the same source produces everything. And once we accept this, we can learn to master it, right? So you can't take responsibility for the good things and then say that you had nothing to do with the bad things, right? Because you're not aware of the programming that's going on in your subconscious mind right so you don't know you know sure you didn't specifically ask for cancer but there's probably a programming that you're going to get it or you believe you're going to get sick or something like that and you can simply change that you can simply say illness doesn't no, no longer exist in your in your world right we can also remember that in the world of physical matter everything is a continuous state of highly agitated motion although everything appears to be still it is not Another illusion of this seemingly solid world. Everything consists of an organized collection of molecules, atoms, and electrons moving at high speed. Therefore, nothing is ever still and everything is in a state of flux, right? So nothing is permanent. That's why circumstances don't matter. The atoms move, which determines to a large extent the outward appearance of physical objects in this universe. No one can know for sure, but changing our self-concept definitely has an effect on the world around us, right? And your self-concept is just whatever you say you are, or, you know, whatever you use the um, verb be after. I am, I have, I was, right? Anything like that, whatever you put after I am, that is what you're saying you are. Self-concept is not about self-love. You don't have to love yourself to believe something good about yourself. Those are two totally different things, right? So if you say that you are always chosen, that is what will have to happen. If you say the opposite of that, you know what I mean? So what you wanna do is sit down and really think, what have you been using I am in front of? And if it's not positive and something you want to continuously recreate, start changing those words, start flipping those affirmations to positive ones. We need to remember that there is only one cause to everything in this world, and that is God, and we are God as he lives within us. Everything is made from God, and there is nothing but God in the world. Therefore, everything is changeable, and everything is possible. We can relax more and more into the truth knowing that all the power we need lies within us. We need to believe that we are the operant power and also that it doesn't operate itself and therefore take action through the imagination. We have power in our world. All we have to do is use it. See objective reality as being dreamlike by following these steps. 
know how objective reality was formed, right? Remind yourself as often as needed that your 3D reality was created by your unconscious thoughts, right? Your unconscious imaginings. But now since you are awake and you know that your imagination creates your reality, you can now stop yourself from creating more of what you don't want. You can now bring your focus to what you want, right? And you can do this by um, listening to podcasts like these or reading the material yourself, whichever fits your lifestyle, right? Because this will help keep you awake. This will remind you and this will help you persist and to keep going by constantly going back to text, right? And also by practicing it by actually paying attention to what you are thinking and flip, not necessarily flipping those thoughts, but replacing those thoughts with more positive. Like just really all you're doing is reverting your attention back to what you want and reminding yourself that you decide what is true. A negative thought can only be true if you say it is, right? You can just as easily say that can never have possibly happened to me because insert your new story here right if you're saying that you have always been loved cherished and adored and then your uh, ego mind gives you a memory of when you weren't you can simply say because you know revision is a thing you can say that has never happened to me because i've always been chosen prioritized and worshiped right you decide what's true you decide what's happening because everything in your life has been created by you, which means it can be recreated through revision or created, you can create something new. And when we say create, we're really just saying, choose a new reality because everything in creation is already done for you. Anything you could have possibly thought for the negative or the positive, remember, has already been created. So really what we're doing is selecting which reality we want to live in. Set the intention every day to give the world of the senses a light touch. You know what you are experiencing now is a result of past imaginings and you know what to do to change your environment. If you start to treat the sensory world as if it is unchangeable and you create unnecessary battles with your environment, you will give it more solid reality and it will bite back at you, right? And that's like when you react to it, right? When something pops up and triggers you, right? Instead of going inward you go outward right so if something pops up and triggers you you can not react to it but you can go inside yourself and and figure out why it's bothering you because once you understand why it's bothering you it no longer holds power over you right so you just say why why does this bother me and then your brain will say something why and why and keep saying why until you get to the root of it and once you get to the root of it you can easily replace a new affirmation right and start saying that affirmation because the more you're able to identify your triggers the more potent those affirmations will be for you or those visualizations will be for you right because a lot of times we take these affirmations from um, coaches on youtube or pinterest or, or, or tiktok but they may have nothing to do with you they may not be your issues right so you want to try to actually pay attention to your thoughts because by knowing what your issues are you can actually create affirmations that negate the negative thoughts you were having essentially i noticed that i say right a lot but that's okay because i am always right so we're just gonna roll with it right do not get angry with people but instead try to understand with empathy the deeper message behind the words you can choose to see life with the curiosity of a child and not as judgery 
remembering always that all things are possible. So in other words, just as I said, instead of being triggered and allowing yourself to lash out at the person, you can actually take that moment and figure out what they are telling you about yourself. What beliefs are they reflecting back to you? Because everyone is you pushed out, right? Everyone is reflecting back to you the thoughts, beliefs, and assumptions you have about yourself and the world around you, right? So you can actually use the opportunity to tell you what beliefs you have about that person and assumptions you have about that person or that certain situation you may be having an issue with, right? So once you realize that you are the creator of everything in your reality, you really can't take it out on the person in front of you because they are only doing their job, which is to carry out your desires. So if you were saying that this person no longer no longer loves you, they don't um, cherish you, they don't prioritize you, then that is how they have to show up, right? Live in the feeling of the wish fulfilled and assume it is done. Every day, play make-believe that you are the person you want to be and you have achieved your heart's desire. You can still function well in objective reality whilst living in the new state. In fact, objective reality will become much easier to deal with when you are in a satisfied and happy state. Through achieving your dream and knowing through faith, you will see it come into being at some point in the future. Right, so some key points. Why do we see objective reality as solidly real? Because objects appear to be solid, still, and unchanging, when in fact the opposite is true, meaning everything is malleable and changeable. How is objective reality formed? Through conscious and unconscious imaginings and living in the state of the wish fulfilled, right? So when you had all those negative thoughts about a situation that was about to occur and it happened, you were living in the wish fulfilled. You had all the feelings, all the anxieties of those words and affirmations and visualizations that you were having, right? And you did that unconsciously. So just think about what you can create when you're doing it on purpose. How can we perceive it as being dreamlike? Through study, contemplation, and meditation, and knowing and seeing that everything changes. So by listening to podcasts or YouTube channels like this, by um, or by reading it yourself, if that's what you prefer, or by doing both, by actually being a, a conscious observer of your reality, of your thoughts, right? By contemplating why you feel the way you feel. Contemplate and question all your actions. Right. Contemplate and question with the person I now claim to be do this or react to this or be triggered by this. Right. So in a way, be your own analyst. Right. You can do it by meditation where you just get into a quiet state and affirm or visualize. Right. You can also get into a state of knowing that this will work out. Right. And the more you see actual results, the more that it'd be easier for you to believe. But you can just simply affirm that, you know, that this will work. Chapter three, imagining consciously. Jesus Christ is God and God literally dwells within each one of us. We have all the power we need to create our own worlds as the creator of the entire universe is within, not without. Or do you not realize about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? 2 Corinthians 15, colon 15. God is defined as many things in the Bible. He is I am, spirit, love, power, and wisdom. Scripture teaches with God all things are possible. Matthew 19.26, Mark 9.2, and all things are possible to him who believes. Mark 
God is the imagination in action and you are God. Everything you can see and experience was only first imagined. You began in the imagination, whether that was consciously or unconsciously, but you must learn to control it consciously if you want to achieve your potential in this life. It does also stress that to abide in God's love, we must love one another. If the other is ourselves pushed out, then we hurt ourselves if we hurt another, and we love ourselves if we love another. Seeing each other as one in God, and then we will consistently treat each other as we would like to be treated, as we know there is only one cause in this world, and that is God, right? So essentially the golden rule, right? Your imagination is a true vine, and it is your responsibility to prune it so that you have what you want in life. You are the sole cause of your life, and so start today watching your own mind and replacing unlovely thoughts with lovely ones. Pruning is revision. We must learn to see the other as ourselves pushed out. Then we will speak more gently and more lovingly to people by seeing them as ourselves. We can train ourselves to do this. However, there will be times when we fail due to the habit of seeing ourselves as separate and unconnected to each other, particularly when we are experiencing strong emotions and have not yet mastered full control over ourselves. When this happens, we can revive our words and actions through the imagination. So in other words, you can revise it. You can reimagine the scene with you not having angry words, or you can revise the scene as you may have had the words, but you ended on good terms right so imagine the best until you believe in your imaginal act and carry that good feeling around with you it will have a positive effect on yourself and your relationship with others revise situations as they happened and reset your subconscious mind with positive imprint and at the end of the day before sleep and you will have pruned the vine to bring forth clean clusters and repay the hand of the fine dresser who wisely wounded it remember watch the mind we are aiming to consciously create our outer world to conform to what we want rather than letting our imagination run rampant and bring forth unpleasant situations in our world, right? So you want to stay on top of your thoughts. So in that case, you'll be able to stop a thought before it actually forms, right? It is dissolved in its tracks and you can replace it with new images. Also, it would give you insight into what you are thinking and what beliefs and assumptions you have. And if they're not serving you, you can change them to new beliefs and assumptions. Use the imagination constructively. Your new self-concept. How would you look if you became the person you want to be? Would your appearance change? And if so, how? How would you hold yourself? How would you move? How would you develop as a person? How would your personality change? Would that come through in your face and how you treated other people? How would you feel, right? So those are just some questions you can ask yourself to get into that feeling or to imagine it. Um, Never got it advised using the words, I remember when to imply that something is now past and the new vision is established, right? So let's say you don't like your job. So anytime you remember that, you can say, I remember when I worked at blah, 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 but now I do blah, 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 right? It's as simple as that. So when you catch yourself trying to go to a negative thought, you can say, I remember when to help you get back on track and avoid spiraling. So it's a form of revision. It may also happen sometimes that your imagined scene appears in your dream, which is a very good sign that it has deeply penetrated the subconscious mind, right? Or if your affirmations pop up in your dreams as well. Um, 
or um, if you're if you're manifesting a specific person and they have a name, like if you're affirming a name, a certain person with a name, and let's say you have known someone in your past with that name, and that is a person in your dreams doing whatever because you don't really have a face, maybe you're, you know because you're not visualizing it or putting an image of the person. So to me, that would still be a good sign that is impressing that you know you're in love with whatever that person's name is, right? If we imagine what we want in the dream world, this will have an effect deep in the subconscious mind and eventually manifest in objective reality. As we construct the future scene, we are essentially bringing the future into the present moment and believing it exists now, which is the truth, right? So, and sometimes, I don't know if this works for you, but I know like if I had a real good dream and I have to get up to use the bathroom, if I still think about that dream, I'll fall right back into it, which is a good thing to do if it's something you want to occur in your reality. Uh, you can also revise your dreams and change the like if you were remembering someone named Chris, but it's not the right Chris. If you can picture the Chris you want, you can also insert people into those dreams as you those thoughts as you fall back asleep as well. Right. Uh, inner talking from new self concept. If you become the person you want to be and achieve what you want to achieve, what would you be thinking about? This is an important question to consider as we are always thinking about things that concern us at this point in space and time. If we are bringing the future vision into the present moment, we must be imagining now what we would think about if our dream had become our present reality. There are two main areas we can focus on positive, happy thoughts about our current situation or making future plans from the new state. So if you're happily married, you can envision yourself, you guys are looking for a new home maybe, or maybe you're talking about having kids because you just got married. Or if you got a new job, you can imagine what job you want next. <laughs> like now that I'm VP of the company, now I'm working towards being president, CEO, right? Things like that. Or now that I've hit 100K subscribers, now I'm working towards getting 500K, right? So you can start saying affirming things like that. Right now that you have achieved what you wanted, think of what might lead on from this, right? So if you started out being successful with one product, now you're gonna add a second one and start imagining that that one is more successful than the first. Things like that, right? Make big, bold plans with no limits, believing everything is possible because it is. This will increase your confidence and belief in the great power within you, right? Shoot for the stars, man. Shoot for the moon. Dream the biggest dreams possible. And I don't mean dream, I mean imagine, right? Because you always want to be in a present tense. That this has happened or happenings mindset, right? Each time you catch yourself thinking of someone else's shortcomings or going over a meticulously crafted argument with someone where you win effortlessly with reason and cunning wit, stop yourself immediately. Do not give in to the temptation to finish them off, right? Because you want to stop and remind yourself that imagination creates reality and I don't want to create this, this argument. And you can also revise it or you can also end the conversation that you guys made up and you're happy right you can stop it that's why you pay attention to your thoughts because you can stop those negative thoughts before they even complete just because they're no longer true and you don't even want to entertain that in your world anymore right again i say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven the two that must agree are mind and speech that is the state desired in your inner conversations what you desire to hear and see in the outside world, you must hear and see within. That's why I'm telling you, if you're having a conversation with someone and it's not going how you like, 
tune them out and hear what you want to hear. And the more you practice doing that, the more of a habit it will be. That you won't even pay attention to what the words coming out their mouth until they meet and in line with what you want to hear. And you're not conforming the person, remember, you are conforming yourself. And that's why being aware, being awake, reminding yourself of this repetitively, like earlier this morning, I found myself trying to give someone else power about their behavior. And I reminded myself that no, people show up how I believe and assume them to be. I decide what someone thinks, right? You remind yourself of your power each and every single moment you try to give it away. And this will bring you back to the state of being the operant power and put you back in your God state, right? All right, guys, we're halfway through. We will pick back up on, on this tomorrow. So I want you to take away from this to remind yourself as often as you need to that consciousness is your one and only reality, that you are the operant power. Anytime you see yourself giving your power away, I want you to remind yourself that no, I control what goes on in my reality, right? If you, if you want to start blaming someone for acting like a total tool, I want you to remind yourself that you decide how a person acts and no one shows up in a way you do not um, agree with right i want you to get into the habit of tuning out in the 3d world and hearing what you want to hear because those conversations you have within your imagination are real because we are all one right and the more we do this the more we see it work the more we'll get into the mindset of believing that we are all one right when someone starts parroting back to you what you said in your mind that'll tell you that we are all one right and the more you do it the more you'll feel it right so guys, I just want you to take ownership of your lives and be aware of your thoughts and own this because you got this. You are powerful. You are a super being. Oh my MG, you are God. So with that being said, I wish you nothing but love, light, and abundance. Love, light, and abundance is all I see for you and for me. I wish you nothing but the best and I intend that what we discuss today and every day helps you lead your best and loving life all right i love you my phoenixes and i am so excited that we are working to rise together to our best and higher self all right reigns joy out